The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Truth Hounds, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey there. Let me ask you something. When's the last time you found yourself questioning something? Oh, and I don't mean like, how tall is Mount Kilimanjaro? Who was the Secretary of Agriculture under President Hoover? Or do toads share a secret love language? I mean questions that are a little more abstract. Or let's just say earnest. Like... Why is it so hard for me to remember that one guy's name? I've met him like five times, and each time I'm left scratching my head. Or why does that one neighbor of mine never say hi to me, even though we've lived next to each other for years? And why does that one woman look so good in hats, but when I put on a hat, I look so bad someone reported me to the police? Okay, I'm exaggerating. You understand where I'm coming from. I don't know about you, but I have questions like these ones every day. And when these questions arise, they seem so pressing. And I think to myself, can someone please look into this? Kyle and I met on a little curbside in Los Angeles. I said, I like your boots. And she said, thanks. There was just something about her curiosity that made me see the world a little differently. Kyle, well, she always had a lot of questions, but the thing I've come to realize is that Kyle's questions, they really were everyone's questions. She just had the guts to ask them. And after years of hearing her ponder and probe, well, I was convinced that we couldn't keep sitting in these questions. We had to do something about them. That's where our story kind of begins. I'm Anna, and I've been unemployed for about a year now, so I really have nothing going on. And I'm Kyle. In middle school, I received the award Most Enthusiastic to Learn, so that makes me pretty special. And that is what makes us the perfect investigative duo. We are two friends who love each other very much, but what we love even more is getting to the bottom of mysteries. All mysteries, sure, but small mysteries specifically. Trust me, 
No mystery is too small. No, no, no. Why don't you trust me when I tell you we are ready to sniff around? We are... The Truth Hound. Hey, Kyle? Yeah, hey. Hey, it's Anna. Hey. Um, are you busy right now? Um, I'm a little tied up in some stuff, but, uh, what's up? Well, um, we need to talk. I'll be right there. A little something you should know is that we both love the show Laguna Beach. Anytime the characters on the show needed to talk, they would meet at the beach. It added instant drama and the production value doubled through the roof. We loved that about it. So we decided to do that too. To the beach, we went. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for meeting me here. Yeah, it, it was like a, an hour drive and you know, there's some rush hour traffic, but. Really? Yeah. In case you didn't catch that, Kyle said rush hour traffic. See, the thing about Kyle is that she was wearing three masks that day. I promise. You'll hear it in the recording. Well, it's really beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? So nice. We were at the beach, and it really was beautiful. The color, I mean, just the way the orange blends into the red. I mean, it looks like a painting. It really does. It looks amazing. It really was beautiful. Even our sound guy, Roman, thought so. That looks nice right there. I mean, he wanted to take photos of us. Take one of Kyle sitting down. And then you, yes. And then take one of Anna. That's very nice. Okay, Roman, that's enough. It really just makes me think that, um, you know, we really are just a speck of dust kind of in the grand scheme of life. Wow. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. Wow. Like, like the way you said. Nature just has a way of taking your breath away. But anyways, that's a story for another time. I got to my point, the real reason why I asked Kyle to meet me at the beach. You know, the other day I was, um, I was meeting with a friend of mine who, uh, not you, by the way. Okay. Um, and we were supposed to meet at like four. We were going to meet up for coffee, but socially distanced, of course, you know, um, we were going to meet up and we were going to meet up at four. And then he, he was late, but he was so late that I swear I I looked at my phone and it was, it was like 416 and I still hadn't heard from him. That is so crazy because literally I have a friend, not you, who did the same thing to me the other day. Really? I wonder if it was the same friend. Uh, we shouldn't say the name. So right, just, we shouldn't so say the name, of course. Just tell me with your eyes who the person was. Tell you with my eyes. Okay, um, okay, no, it, it was not Okay, it was a different person. Kyle couldn't contain her frustration. Just, what is with people? I mean, you trust them with your time, and they betray you. I mean, I feel like someone betrays me like that. You're basically betraying my family. And, to be honest, it hurts my feelings. Kyle, are you okay? Yeah. 
Are you sure? Look at me. I'm looking at you. And you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Little did she know, that frustration was actually the fuel we needed to start our investigation. Episode 1. Why are some people always late? For any good investigation, you need a plan. A place to start. Well, we didn't know exactly how to start. We just knew that we had to hear from a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. Like a focus group. A group of people in front of whom you test an idea. So, we came up with the following plan. Let's gather a group of chronically late people in a Zoom and ask them why they're late. And what was up with that? In case you didn't know, Zoom is the leader in modern enterprise video communication with an easy, reliable cloud platform for video and audio conferencing. But how are we going to find people for our Zoom? We thought about the areas of our lives where we interact with the most people. It was definitely Instagram. I mean, Anna had about 5,000 followers. Actually, 5,164, to be exact. Anyways, it was a lot. She was basically an Instagram superstar in my book. And me? I just had a measly 20 followers, mostly made up of my cousins and my aunties. We put up a post that said, Are you late? Why are you late? Reach out to us. Also, Kyle attached a really cool photo of a guy who's late. You can tell he's late because he's standing in front of a clock and he looks stressed out. Immediately, the calls came flooding in. We started to get in touch with the people who responded to the post. Before we would officially invite them to the focus group, we wanted to see what they were all about. Mostly to get a sense of their Zoom style. We couldn't just let anyone into our Zoom group. You know how things can get. So I had posted um, on Instagram looking for people who are late or habitually or know someone who's late and you responded. Our daughter is late, yeah. This sounded promising. She's snug as a bug um, in a cocoon of amniotic fluid. I really wasn't following. Kyle, I'll tell you what I was following. This person was a nerd. Yeah, she was due Monday, and now she's five days late, so... Aw, man. That wasn't the right kind of late. It was awkward. I didn't know what to say to a pregnant person, so I just started saying mazel tov. But you know, but mazel tov? I also didn't know what to say, so... I also ended up saying mazel tov. Yeah, definitely mazel tov, and congratulations to you guys. This wasn't the lead we were looking for. Another person reached out to us and said she was late. It's kind of been a lifelong thing, and I I think, honestly, I learned it from my, my mother. Now we're getting somewhere. I don't know if it's genetic. I don't know if it's something in my DNA. Okay, all good stuff. But would she be good in a Zoom? With other people? We asked about her Zoom style. I kind of like to just be more an observer than like, hey, check me out, I'm, I'm in the Zoom. So you kind of check out, would you say, when you're in a Zoom? 
Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Oh. I'm, I'll look at my phone. Notifications. Yeah. Social media, you know. Okay. We thought we could probably work with that. But then something happened, and things got weird. It happened as she was saying something pretty innocuous. She was basically just describing her computer setup. I have my part of my room where I, where I zoom. She described her couch and the lighting. And then, well, we'll let you listen for yourself. That you could visibly see all the naked people behind me. Okay. Then, the next thing seemed to come out of nowhere. We tried to keep our composure, but it really caught us off guard. And those stickers happen to be big titty anime girls. What was that? I got really flustered. I didn't want this to derail our investigation, so I tried to keep the conversation going. And they also have their privates covered, so it's sort of the effect, yeah. I was flustered. I said whatever came to my mind. Hey, it's okay. Another guy reached out and said he was always late. And at first, it sounded promising. My dad, we all get mad at each other all the time. Like, you know, there's always somebody, we're all late, but there's always somebody who's the latest, you know? (laughs) Okay, I guess this was going somewhere. (laughs) But uh, she told her one, and then my sister showed up at like 225 or something like that, which is already an hour and a half late, you know? What was this guy talking about? We tried to move the conversation along. Just to switch gears, if that's okay with you. Sure. I do have Uh, two more really great stories about my sister that I I, I did think of, but we can... (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, you might be thinking, well, what's wrong with that guy? That seems like a pretty good response to your prompt. But I have to tell you something. We know this guy. And he's our biggest fan. Actually, let me clarify. He's kind of our only fan. And so he always responds to stuff. He's at the front row of our shows. He's the first one in our DMs. One time, I posted about a vacancy in my apartment complex, and he responded to that, saying he was interested, but that he wasn't really even looking for an apartment. So at a certain point, it's like, buddy, back off. I don't know. Do you guys have any advice? How do you tell your fan that you need a little bit of space? But, you know, we didn't want to be rude, so we let him keep talking. Okay, so just the, the, one, of the, one of the really legendary ones is uh, she once tried to throw a, um, a surprise party for her husband. And so she told all these I people mean, to be on time. I mean, he just kept going on, party, you know? on, so she was like, be on. on. Uh, so my mom passed away about eight years ago. That was it. We had to pull the plug. We, repre- we appreciate you talking to us and all of the stories you had. Anna, I'm not a mean person, but I didn't appreciate all the stories he had. I know. Things looked grim. We hadn't found the right people for our Zoom group. And Kyle, she seemed to take it personally. I mean, one of her biggest fears, and I shouldn't be telling you this, is throwing a party and no one shows up. Or, even worse, the wrong people show up. And then you're stuck talking to them? No. Plus, Kyle's very, very sensitive. Her older brother introduced her to sad music at a very young age. 
all sorts of sad music. Sad bossa nova, sad jazz, sad blues. You get it. Well, anyway, she got lost in her emotions, is what I'm trying to say. We lost contact for months. Fall came and went. The leaves changed colors. Next thing you know, it was the holidays. Here's the thing. That post we made, it didn't just go unnoticed. The calls kept coming in. Next thing you know, I was doing the screenings myself, just to keep the dream of the investigation going. I mean, we set out to do something great. You can't just walk away from that. And eventually, I had gathered enough people for our Zoom group. These people, they were amazing. Kyle would love them. I just knew she would. I gave her a call. I had no idea what state she would be in. But it was worse than I thought. Hey, Kyle, are, are, are you okay? What are you doing? I'm just cleaning out my nose ring. Meat is murder. Um, okay. Um, anyway, do you remember that thing that we were working on? I tried to forget, but I couldn't. Okay. Okay. Um, well, look, I I've got some really juicy bites. I'll be right there. After a tough couple of months, I was happy to hear from Anna. This was great news. Yes, months had gone by, the leaves had changed colors, and it was already the holidays. But I guess you could say that I found my smile again. I know things are getting really good, but we have to take a break for some ads. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the ad break is over. Together, we contacted the people who reached out to us, and soon, we had our Zoom group. We arranged it for 3 p.m. on some unremarkable Thursday. We told people, don't be late. Next thing we knew, the day came. I just wanted to say thank you for being here for our late people conference. Everyone took turns introducing themselves. Uh, hey, I'm Callan. Can you hear me okay? Um, hello, my name's Sarah. Uh, I'm Dylan. Hello. I'm Chris. And I'm late. Yeah, we know. That's why you're here. Anyway, Chris had more to say. Um, the latest I think I've ever been. Um, one time I just didn't show up. Wow, that was shocking. That's shocking. We moved on to the next person. Hi, I'm Heather. Once or twice, I've I've pulled a Chris. Can we not call it that, maybe? Okay, that was kind of funky. But we had to keep going. Okay, hi. Can you hear me okay? My name's Hannah. Um, and the latest I've ever been is, I would say, several hours. I, I personally don't consider not showing up at all late. I consider that... A cancellation. Um, I hope that's okay, Chris. I don't know why everyone is attacking me. This was absolute chaos. Okay, so going forward, can we just out of respect for Chris, let's refrain from calling it pulling a Chris. Poor guy. Well, back to the drawing board. We had to come up with some new rules. Just so Chris feels comfortable, um, no calling and pulling a Chris. And then I guess um, if, just to be polite, maybe don't even reference Chris, um, just so he feels comfortable. If it's easier, I would recommend just pretend. He's not there. Okay, that also doesn't really feel very good. This is exactly how Zooms can be. Messy. 
people pitted against each other, brother against brother, absolute chaos. We had to set some ground rules. And then begin your answer with the phrase and just to pivot off that last point. So just when you start, you go and just to pivot off that last point and then you answer the question. But we didn't want to be militant. I mean, we weren't complete tyrants. Um, if you kind of want to have fun with that, you feel free to say, and just to jump off that last point. Um, and I guess alternately, you can also say, and just to pop off that last point. Feel free to use any one of those three, but just make sure that you land on points. That's kind of, um, that is important. And so discussion began. The prompt was, what is the reason you're late? Kyle and I went first, just to reset the tone. Uh, just to pop, pop off that last point. Um, I, I don't really have a reason because I'm typically five to ten minutes uh, early. And just to pivot off that last point, uh, I too am um, not really late. And just to jump off that point, uh, I. I like to set people's expectations for how on time I'm going to be because one day someone's going to lie to me about the time and I'll show up right on time or even a few minutes early and it's such a gift to them. This was finally working. Just to jump off that last point, I think my cycle of lateness started in childhood because I had a mom who was always late. But then something happened. Again. We noticed it as Anna was finishing up a great point. I go, wow, but it doesn't really speak to me. Just to jump off that last point before we move on to the next point, um, someone did just show up and it is 328. My name's Daniel. Y'all caught me eating cold chicken out of my refrigerator because I've been in queue for 15 minutes. And I was 15 minutes late because uh, I was running. Okay, what was with these people? This guy showed up 28 minutes late to a Zoom. Eating cold chicken? That was not an excuse. It was a dead end. How are we supposed to apply cold chicken to a global phenomenon? We decided to move on. Next, Kyle presented the group with a really cool quote, just to get everybody's creative juices flowing. She asked for their thoughts. The world is and forever late for me. Now that was a very interesting quote. Kyle, where did you hear that quote, by the way? Um, we'll talk about it later. We were excited to hear everybody's responses. And just to pop off that, that quote uh, doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. And just to jump off that point, I feel similarly in that I didn't say that quote. And so why would I know what it means if I'm, I'm not the one who said it? So thank you. Hmm. Kyle's special quote didn't really seem to be landing that well, but maybe someone else would have a better opinion. I mean, we've all been there. Different strokes, different folks, you get it. 
Um, just to pivot off that, that quote doesn't um, inspire intellectual agreement in me. Cal, I'm sorry, I just have to ask again. Where did you hear this quote? Uh, uh, it, uh, it was a friend. You don't know him. Mervins. Like the store? And just to pivot off that point, uh, for me, I think the quote is confusing. Uh, just to pivot off that last point, I it means so little to me. I'm ha- I'm 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 honestly having trouble remembering what the quote was. Uh, I, I uh, honestly, I think I I might have seen it on a, a sign or a, on a billboard or in a, a movie or uh, it, it, maybe it, it was a quote in my dreams. I honestly might have just made it up. Look, I'm really sorry. I really messed this one up. Um, okay, well, it seems like a lot of people didn't like the quote. Hey, it's okay. This is our first investigation. You can't win them all. Maybe one day we'll do a blooper reel. And this will definitely be a part of that. I do love blooper reels. Like the Mr. Mom one? Yeah, Kyle. Like the Mr. Mom one. I tried not to panic in front of Kyle, but we were looking for something more substantial, something that would move the investigation along. But then, Chris said the exact type of thing that we were looking for. Um, And just to hop off that last point, um, I think I have a bad grasp on how long the steps take to accomplish tasks. So I think about I need to go somewhere and it takes 15 minutes to drive there that I'm like well as long as I leave 17 minutes before then I'll get there on time bingo we could work with that Chris said that the reason why he was late is because he constantly underestimated how long stuff took this was a concrete and scientific reason then the thing about a concrete and scientific reason is that we could observe it Maybe it wasn't about looking at a variety of reasons why people were late. Maybe it was about finding one reason and studying that closely. We asked everyone to leave and had Chris stick around to hatch the next phase of our plan, observing the late person in action. Chris, uh, you're creating quite a stir. Um, If you could uh, stay on the Zoom and we could talk to you, but um, everyone else, you can leave. We wondered if we could tag along on his next outing. You see, we were going to turn Chris into a case study to observe what goes on before he's supposed to be somewhere. Yeah, is there, do you have an event where you have to be on time for something coming up soon? Um, I'm supposed to have like a socially distant um, get together with my friend Mia tomorrow. What better way to investigate someone's lateness than by watching them get ready to be late? Kyle, you're brilliant. And now, an ad break. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. 
I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The ad break is over. We showed up at Chris's house the next day. It was a sunny and warm afternoon, and we were feeling really excited. The kind of feeling you have before opening up a really big gift from your auntie, and you know it's going to be good. She doesn't always come, but she always brings the best gifts. I know. Hi. Hello. So can you just really quickly introduce yourself for us? Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm a late person. This guy had just seemed okay on Zoom, but in person? That was another story. He seemed awesome. And... Not that it was about this, but he was absolutely gorgeous. He had the kind of big brown eyes that you could really get lost in. And his body? Well, let's just say that his shirt was happy to be there. And let's leave it at that. This is really nice. This is really nice. Feel free to have a seat. And what is that thing right there? It's like a little vacuum. It's like a little laundry bag on a tree. It was a hummingbird feeder, but that's a story for another time. Anyway, one thing was for certain. I loved Kyle's curiosity. Yes, I'm supposed to go meet me at 3.30. Mm-hmm. And you've been cleared to 
join us. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's a little after two now, and I don't really have anything planned. Yeah. Probably going to clean my room a little bit. Okay. Okay. Chris had told us he's late because he doesn't know how to manage his time. So we decided to sit right outside of his bedroom window and watch this mismanagement happen in real time. So are we okay here? Are you comfortable with this? Yeah. Okay. We kind of just act like we're not here. We settled in, sitting right below his bedroom window. Just a slab of concrete next to some stairs, fenced off area, light breeze, couple of butterflies, standard stuff. So he's a little over an hour till he has to be there and he is touching stuff in his room. He is now, it looks like picked up a bag of his toiletries and he is, is, yeah, he's going to the bathroom, I think. Oh, because was to put something in the bathroom, not use the bathroom. Yeah, he popped out. I mean, he mainly walked in and out of the bathroom. It got boring pretty quick. You want to watch a video on my phone? Uh, okay. Uh, I really like that damn Daniel video. Um, let's see. No, okay, oh here, I got it right here. Damn, Daniel! (laughs) Have you guys seen this thing? Kyle can't get enough. Anyway, we watched it a few times in a row, and then we noticed something. He's come outside, he's sitting on the bench, kind of eating a tangerine. Chris, who until this point was just sitting down, standing up, or going to the bathroom, had moved outside. He looks really relaxed. Which is fine, but not at 2.54 when you have a standing date at 3.30. It was weird. He was eating a tangerine with his eyes closed. He looked incredibly zen. What was going on with this guy? I I will tell you this, just no disrespect or like no judgment, but the kind of relaxed that he is, to me, I wouldn't do that. That's a, that's a maybe 2 p.m. activity. I tried to understand where he was coming from. I guess it does kind of make you think like the fast pace of the city or something. Like maybe we should take peace where we can get it. This was ridiculous. He was definitely going to be late to meet his friend Mia. We didn't know Mia. We didn't want her to be sad. Plus, it was becoming pretty evident that our frustration with Chris was really starting to come out. And it didn't seem fair. We were there to investigate, not to tell someone how they were supposed to live their life. We decided to leave quietly, not alerting Chris, in the interest of remaining non-partial. Continue on Stadium Way for one mile. We were making good time, and it was a smooth ride. Okay, so according to this, I do think kids will get there at 325. We got there five minutes early, which, to me, is right on time. The park was really cute. Small, unpretentious, with long picnic tables that would be good for one of two scenarios. Either a potluck with all your extended family members, or loitering with your badass teenage friends up to no good. We spotted Chris's friend Mia right away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do think it's her. Yeah. I don't know if my mind was playing tricks on me, but she looked sad. 
really sad. She just kind of looks like lost. Yeah. I mean, look at all these other people. They're all. Other yeah, they're people. they're kind of like playing with their dogs and laughing. Those two guys are kind of like having the time of their lives with their car. Yeah. And then she's just kind of, she's just like standing there. Yeah. Honestly, I, I do want to help. We went out to meet her. Hi. Hey. Are you Mia? Are you Mia? Yeah. She seemed awesome. The kind of girl you want to have a girls' night with. She just had this look about her. Like, she could be your maid of honor. And she'd do a damn good job. Plan every detail meticulously, right down to the place cards. But next thing you know, she's at the center of the dance floor looking fly as hell. Now you get the picture. Back to our investigation. Hi, I'm Mia. Um, I'm waiting for my friend Chris to arrive here at the park. We were supposed to get together at 3.30. We asked Mia if Chris had briefed her. Can you fill you in on that a little bit? Um, he, uh, not, not so much. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so we're basically... All you really need to know is that we're just, we, we were following him for the last um, hours. He was getting ready to meet you, and then um, we actually left early because we wanted to be on time. We wanted to be on time, yeah. So we were actually, I don't want to sound weird, but we were watching you from a car, and um, I think we both thought you looked kind of sad waiting for first. Uh, no, I, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I was sad, no. Was she trying to hide something? Okay. Um, but kind of, I, I guess... On a scale. Yeah, maybe on a scale, scale. of, soup, you know, not sad at all, and very, very, very sad. sad. Would, where would you kind of... Where would you sit? Pretty low on the scale. Pretty low. I think she was trying to hide her pain. Me and Kyle, we know pain when we see it. Um, maybe like, okay. Okay, here's what I'm, here's what I'm, okay, let's, yeah. On a scale of I am sad Mm -hmm. to I feel so good, I just want to take out $600 out of my bank account and buy something nice for myself. I feel that good. Yeah, that's how good I feel. I feel, it's so so good, it's, oh my God. I want to buy a random stranger a cup of coffee. Yeah. It's good. It's a good day. Yeah, exactly. Are you walking by? Oh, I don't even know you, but here's a cup of coffee. and It's on me. And it's I on me. I didn't touch it, though, because... Well, I didn't touch it. I didn't yeah. touch it. I just this had... COVID. Yeah. But on that scale, yeah. where would you kind of... You'd say more towards sad, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't, lo- I don't love waiting, so... Bingo. At 3.43 p.m., the man of the hour showed up. Hi. We asked him to explain himself. Yeah. We said, who the hell do you think you are? Kyle. Sorry. I just love this investigation stuff. I'm just happy to see you smile again. Yeah. Yeah, I texted Mia and I said I would be about five to ten minutes late. Okay, and then you are 13 minutes late. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, pal? Well, just wait till you hear what Mia has to say. Okay, so I think what would be great to do next is if we got a kind of mediation, if it's okay with you guys. We had studied and come to understand the why. Now it came down to the so what. 
we wanted to show Chris how his lateness directly impacted someone. I know we were trying to not interfere, but who knows, maybe we could make a difference. Um, and normally we would sit at a table to do something like this, but obviously because of COVID and maybe we should just stand where yeah, far apart, far apart. We told him he should count his blessings because he didn't have to see how sad Mia looked. Because you weren't here to kind of see how sad Mia looked when we pulled up. Um, and I know this is this is a podcast, but um, maybe it would be helpful if I just sort of showed you what she kind of looked like. Um, and, and you can just have a look. And then you have a look and tell us if that kind of what you feel. Pretending it's Mia, of okay, course. I'm going to okay. do it. I know you guys can't see my impression of Mia right there, but let me tell you what I was doing. I was doing my best. Kyle, let me tell them. Kyle hung her head incredibly low and slumped her shoulders. She was kicking rocks and basically started convulsing. I mean, I'm no Lauren Michaels, but this was a really good impression. Of pain. Chris just didn't get it. She's moving in a really weird way. Whatever, Chris. I don't think I was moving quite like that either. Yeah, I don't think you moved like that. Call off your hounds. Kyle's not the one who's on trial here. We decided to move on. Honestly, we just want to give you the opportunity to kind of say how this makes you feel. Yeah, say anything. You can say anything. It's your platform now. Yeah, because I really do think that is the person who's always waiting for the late person. You don't really get much of a, it's the, it's like the focus is always on them being late and why they're late and what, it's so on and so forth. And maybe, maybe it's your time to talk and say whatever it is that you want to say and whatever that inspires for you. You know what I mean? Is that, does that sound yeah. good? We're here for you. Yeah, we just want to hear you, so. Well, actually I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm usually the person who's waiting. I feel like, I feel like I'm usually late. I'm the, I'm the person who's usually late. What? What? Yeah, if we were to meet at a restaurant, um, say a lemon poppy kitchen or something, um, yeah, she tends to be a little bit behind. And I understand that. I, I'm a little late and she's a little late sometimes and I feel like they offset each other. And, and we have an understanding. Needless to say, the meeting ended abruptly. Thank you for yeah, you guys can time. hang out and um, thanks for your time, I guess. This wasn't the conclusion that we had set out to find. The math just didn't add up. We tried to show compassion to the participant of our case study, but it seemed like he had left us for dead. And I was worried about Kyle because she had come into the investigation looking to find a concrete answer. Instead, she was walking away, shoulders heavy, 
under the weight of even more questions. We obviously needed to talk more. So, we headed back to the beach once more. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for meeting me back here. Yeah. So, um, what did you think about what happened? Uh, I guess they're everywhere. These people, these late people. And I don't know if there's anything we can do about it, frankly. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm struggling to understand what the lesson in all of this is. It's like, these people are everywhere. They're among us. We don't even know who they are. They just seem to reveal themselves. And someone who you think is waiting for a late person, it turns out to be the late person. I have so many questions. Kyle, I just want to say that I think your curiosity about the world is one of the... Can you look right at me? I'm look, yeah, I'm looking at you. Okay. Your curiosity about the world is one of the things I love the most about you. And so, at the end of this investigation, we actually found ourselves at the beginning of a journey. And this would be a journey to hunt down answers to Kyle's many questions. And eventually, other people's questions. Maybe even your question. For you see, my friend, the world is full of curiosity, and we are intent on finding answers. Because we have the time. Truth Hounds is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 